0: And it's over to Lewis and Robbie.
1: Listeners, we are back for part two of the short, sharp, punchy, banking TV TP episode 212. Make sure you're sitting down or at least keeping your centre of balance low so you don't get knocked over by another 30-odd minutes of what has been described by reviewers in the know as gritty, hard-hitting, almost walkie award-winning. That's the thing you do with a dog on a lead, not what the hack journos are doing, going for trying to expose politicians doing nasty things. Fresh from rocking out of the Good Things Festival last week and heading to the Meredith Music Festival this week, it's me, Dr. Robbie Anderton. And if you know that already, then you also know that this is Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you going? Very nice, mate. Good mate, you're off to Meredith. Off to Meredith, fantastic. Jeez, you're all you're all. Uh,
2: what was it last week? Um, uh, you had your your power
1: dome on. No,
2: what was yes, it? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yep. So the
1: the or the NG dome at um yeah. from Devo. Yeah, D-O. how was it? Um, oh, I'm I'm assuming that it was great. <laughs> you know? I'm, I'm I'm look I'm looking forward don't, to telling you that it was great. Don't
2: let people behind the third wall. No, we're yeah. recording. We're a week apart in records, remember, yes. Robbie? yeah, yeah. I don't, so I don't, last week was Devo and it was amazing and this week is Meredith Festival. Yeah,
1: I don't yeah. want to be accused of being a banker. No, no. of banking. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, with yeah. a lisp. Uh, yeah, a lisp, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cap, cap, capital B with banking <laughs> we were talking about last week. What, what's been happening, mate? Hit, hit, oh, us, hit us with some stuff. Mate, we've got...
2: We've got new computer software at
1: work. Oh, I apologise. Oh, it's horrible. Yes. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, you, have it. my, you have my sympathy.
2: Oh, it's Ascend, I don't know. Do you know? No, uh, so no. I'm software. not familiar with that. And, uh, no, not many. Not, uh, it's, we're learning that not many vet clinics are. We're, <laughs> we're the guinea pig. We're the first ones Oh, really? To do it. Right. And, uh, it's, to do simple things takes five times longer. Yes. A sign on the front door and, you know, you're in a consult. You just want to do the consult, bill up staff, you know, write up the history bank. Well... I never thought printers could give me so much grief. <laughs> I'll print, I'll print a vaccination certificate five times. Nice, and then you go, and then it won't work, and then. It'll print at another printer that's you know down the street. Down, yes, probably absolutely. Probably office works. They've probably got five of them coming yeah. out there. But uh and and then and then eventually you get to print, you go, Oh, your printer's work now. But no, now it's deleted the, the vaccination certificate so you can't find it's the certificate. You go back through and do it again. Yeah, exactly. So yes. It's 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 not fun. Happy it's times. Difficult times. And and I must say, look, we've had one support person who's been amazing. Yes. We've also had one support person who uh, less supportive blames us. Right. Blames us. Like Oh this um oh excuse me this um I just clicked on this and it didn't work well what did you click on well, I just tried to enter a consultation for the pet. Oh well, you're not meant to do it that way. Oh well, it says consultation. Click here. Yes, yeah, it's like there's, a, tra- there's, a, there's an entire button for oh, it. I didn't pull the hardboard out and try and break it. I just tried <laughs> to do what I needed to. That do. That is my
1: next option. Not yeah. what I'm thinking
2: about yeah. doing. Exactly. And the other thing is, this week we had, we've had a lot of wildlife in lately. Oh, okay. And uh, I think I've probably brought this up on the podcast before. So we've got lots of wildlife. So we had uh, we got got a grebe in, which is a type of bird. Right. Okay three baby possums, we've got seagulls, we've got a lorikeet in, yep. you know, and, and what we normally do is we make sure they're healthy, we give them a the food, And then we try and find a wildlife care for them. So we had them in for weeks. Yeah. And we're ringing wildlife carers every day. We've got these. Can anyone take on these birds? Look after them. They just need a bit of rehabbing so they get stronger. And we let them go and release. They're all healthy. You know, could not get a wildlife carer. Could could not get a wildlife carer. You know, uh, trying, you know, ringing them up every day. Sending emails. Yeah, we're doing our best. We're seeing what we can do. We get a penguin in. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I've suddenly I reckon, I, I reckon it was walk. the mosh pit at, yep. at your at your uh, at the at, at the Good at, Things at, Festival. Yeah at, the, yep. yeah. at The Good Things Festival, mate. It was the door knocking down the door. We're like, why? Why have we got a queue? Yep. Are we? Are we a nightclub here? What's? Yeah. What, yeah. You've you got to get a security
1: guard it, there it, with it, a little little uh, laminated <laughs> number on his exactly. lapel.
2: Exactly. Yeah. No. It was. Uh, it was incredible. He could not have come fast enough. Yes. Could, yep. the, the week before, no, we've got no cars. We've got no carers. Yeah. no one that can drive anywhere. Well, now, gee whiz, yep, people are backing up their trucks beep, yeah. beep, to check out the penguin.
1: I, I have often thought that, you know, we need to, um, when we need a wildlife carer, that we ring up and say, we've got a tawny frog mouth. And then when they turn yes. up, they go, oh, you mean this? Possum's not a 20 frog mouth. Oh, right. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I'd, we'll have to learn. We'll have to learn for next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Send it, well, they
2: ask us to send a photo, actually. Oh, do they? Maybe right. They to, send
1: a photo <laughs> to confirm, I think.
2: Right, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe we've tried that.
1: And that when it comes up times. with a little with a little Getty images watermark yes. on there that you've <laughs> just downloaded the thing and yeah. they haven't they haven't quite uh, quite tweaked on that either exactly yeah <laughs> and uh, and as well as, uh, the, are you were you part of the are you
2: optus mate is your are you optus at all your phone or anything no I'm not actually no oh uh, because interesting we we're part of optus here and uh the the uh the only way Oh out, yeah, when
1: we had the short yeah, yeah had, when it was down. outage, yep. yeah, the whole yep.
2: whole whole uh, network went down. Everyone's mobiles didn't work. Yep, everyone's Wi-Fi wasn't phones working, and everything. You know? and it started at you know four a.m. in the morning, or whatever they tried yep. to do a backup or something or uh, an upgrade or something. And right, no idea, no idea. You know, we're asleep. Uh, but uh, but Olive knew. Oh, did she? Olive knew. How did Optus she know? Well, she knew. She's got an automatic feeder <laughs> <laughs> that works on six, Wi-Fi. Sixteen in the morning, Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's not working.
1: It's not rear. working. So suddenly suddenly Ollie's on our bed.
0: Wi Fi. Wi Fi.
1: Sounds like she was trying to make the old dial up sounds. Yeah,
2: well, could rear, have been. Could have been. Yeah, could have been she I was like, what's wrong? Is it the printer? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Is it and the vaccination certificates <laughs> yeah. are finally that's printing that's out at right. home? Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, she knew. Yeah, she knew. right. Yeah, you know, the wow. Wi Fi
2: automatic feeder. Well it didn't like didn't like the fact that uh the, didn't know the time. Wow, see up. you
1: become so dependent on modern technology Amazing, that even yeah. the cats start to suffer yeah. Lewis. Even Olive was was deprived of oh, five goodness. minutes of food. And has she has she received any sort of compensation from uh, Optus or from you for that period of time? Like I mean I'm worried that she's gonna be feeling like, you know, old you know, oh, mate the fluffy cat that's lost you know, has been feeding as only as a two point seven kilo oh, cat last from last week's. week's episode. Yes, yes. You know, she would have been feeling the same level of disconnection Intent. Well, she has
2: she has filed a class action. Perfect. Yeah, against us. Yes, good. Uh, for tardiness and also against Optus. So, so she's presenting at the Supreme Court. Terrific, terrific. Watch this space. Watch this space.
1: how's she going with um, you know, uh, legal fees with the, having the uh, the QC <laughs> representing it.
2: Yeah, uh, she got got on uh, pro bono. Oh, pro, pro bono. bono. Yeah, nice. So oh, that's pats. good to hear for packs. Oh
1: good and scratches. Yeah. Well, that's Bites. good. That's good. Oh, that's it's yeah. it's nice that she found a um a legal representation with a heart. <laughs> hey, now yeah, you got some stack of some interesting stuff over there, mate. That even I didn't know about. So yeah. I am really looking forward to having my mind blown.
2: Yeah. So this is an email. Well, we both got two vets pets at gmail yep. I just I just it. I just didn't read it. Well. To be fair, it is addressed Hi Lewis. Oh, there you go. So that's the reason I don't read probably, it. Yeah, they probably realise the more you know, the one that reads them, the read. That's right. A, yeah, they yeah. listen to the podcast. That, that, that's called directed marketing. Yeah, that is. Exactly. Yeah. But then, interesting. The first line says, "I hope all's well with you, and that you had an enjoyable holiday." Right. Now, I'm not sure. Like the email was sent 29th of November. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, but. uh but enjoy the holiday. I'm not sure what he's talking about is it the current one the future one the previous one?
1: Just any holiday. Maybe maybe he's listening to the last time we were at Port Douglas together. That's the Oh maybe or, or maybe he's thinking that um, at that date that might have been just after um Thanksgiving. He might think that we're in uh oh, over in the US of oh, A.
2: Yeah, so he's yes. talking about holiday as a as a holistic term, rather than me specifically Correct. enjoying a holiday. Yes, ah. yes. That's where I
1: think it might be there. No, he doesn't yes. even know
2: we're in Australia. No. He must be a good listener. A very good listener. We <laughs> don't yep. really celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah. Here, do anyway, so bit disappointed. No, no Robbie, he's high loose. No Deb even.
1: no. wow. No, Gee not, whiz. Not a
2: recent listener. I wanted to let you know about some big news from Loyal. Right. As you know, comma,
1: Mm. Okay. Well, no. Yeah. Not it's really. a that's a that's a bit presumptuous. I'm tipping you're going to tell me. Yes. Because I don't really. He's know. trying to bury the lead.
2: Well, he's he's trying to. I think he's trying to bring me to his level. grutcher Like, uh, yeah. Of course, I'd know about this.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I I was <laughs> just I was just waiting well, for you to sell so that I could tell that you really knew. Let's tear it up. Yeah. Let's
2: rip out this email. Of <laughs> <I know about laughs> it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, as you know. As you know, Loyal is developing drugs for. Uh, FDA approval that help dogs everywhere live longer and stay healthy as they age. Right, okay. Sure. No, of course I knew that, uh, Tim, Tim Smith. Yep. Today they're announcing a major milestone bringing dog longevity, dr- longevity drugs to market. The FDA has accepted Loyal's reasonable expectation of effectiveness application for Loy 001 a right. drug they're developing to help large and giant breed dogs live longer. Right. right. Oh, I know. I was like, when I, I was I was intrigued. I thought yes. this is, yeah, this sounds, wow. Well, of course, because you knew, as it said in the first line. Yes, as I knew. as you Exactly, knew. as I knew. In fact, uh, in other words, oh, thank you, based on Loyal's data, the FDA believes Loy001 is reasonably likely to be effective for large dog lifespan extension in the real world this is Not also right. a major step toward the d- drug getting approved Loy will now complete the safety and manufacturing sections of their application for conditional approval of drug and then he's gone some resources for you to read which I didn't do no, no, no. I, mean, I just I Th- they the weren't page. addressed to you either yeah no I was like, yeah, okay. I, I, as I know yeah yeah, yeah. those resources <laughs> I know though <laughs> so These lawyer 001, the drug, codenamed Lloyd 001, is intended to extend lifespan and maintain quality of life in large and giant breed dogs. These breeds may be may have as little as half the expected lifespan of small breeds. That is yes, true. Yep. Do you know why, Robbie? Question off the cuff. Why large breeds potentially no. live shorter lifespan? No, no I would I, I would have I thought no I was I
1: was thought genetic or you know, just more prone to Deterioration yeah. of tissue and stuff. Yeah, because
2: because actually it doesn't work with humans necessarily, does it? No, no. So that's interesting, sort of. And I've always wondered why is that. So selective breeding, selective breeding dogs for size is understood to have caused elevated levels of the growth promoting hormone IGF one. Okay. Oh, sorry. The star that said, as you know, selective breeding. Yeah, right. We know. Of we course. know. Yep. Okay. And this is believed to reduce their lifespan. Large dogs have up to 28 times the level of insulin growth factor 1 as small dogs. Okay. Right. So Lloyd001 works by reducing IGF-1 in adult dogs to increase lifespan. Designed as a veterinarian-administered long-acting product given to dogs every three to six months, Lloyd001 is anticipated to be available in 2026- Okay. Yeah, and we we actually we actually talk about it in in episode three hundred and eighty seven <laughs> of the podcast. That so the next time to... we
1: get together for another face to face, yeah, yeah <laughs> yes. right. Yes. And then, as you know, as you know, as as
2: yeah. You know, when you meet in twenty twenty six, subject to FDA approval of loyals, manufacturing and safety data. Uh, there's a little bit more here. I'll just flip the cage and I'm dropping everything everywhere. Ever since we invested in Loyal in 2021, 2021, the team has made tremendous progress with the FDA, legitimizing an entirely new category of pharmaceuticals through their efforts, said Vinod Kozla, founder of Kozla Ventures. Today's announcement marks a first for any longevity drug and is a big step towards accelerating the path for canines
1: and ultimately
2: humans. Amazing.
1: Wow, so this is a, this is some real Indiana Jones and you know the Last Crusade stuff.
2: It's incredible. You know? I'm a bit worried. Humans, aren't we? Forgetting the forgetting the little guy. What about myself? Oh, I mean, I want to live a bit longer too. and I'm a bit shorter. Shorter, shorter. yeah. So, I'm, so
1: your IGF. Maybe, maybe they can have a thing where they give you some IGF to get you a little oh. bit bigger. And then they can then back it off after that. Wow, you're yeah, 28 times the dose. Just, yes, uh,
2: just to make me. Just, grow. Bit, just, just for a little bit, just for a little bit, just give you a bit of a surge. And uh, and some pate and mincemeat from last last week that <laughs> you talked about <laughs> soften those bones up yeah. nicely. About loyal, loyal is a biotech startup developing the first drugs intended to help dogs live longer, healthier lives by targeting the underlying mechanisms of aging. Loyal hopes to extend the lifespan of dogs and maintain their quality of life as they age. For more information, please li- visit loyal 4
1: com. Well, there you go. You heard it here first, I, folks. I know. That's, um, I know.
2: Well, it's not often... I mean, we get... A, I don't know if you, if you... You. I'll look at the emails, I suppose, from our two... Yeah. We get a lot of these emails. Yeah,
1: a yeah. A lot of people wanting to be guests on the podcast. A lot of... Uh, Oh, oh, our reach is so far and wide. Well, I mean, even with Zachary in New Zealand, you yeah, know. I mean, well, we. They, yes. Yeah, yes. I mean, yeah. we, 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 Our tendrils go very far. Has, have you sent that stick yet? Um, once he sends through the address, <laughs> then yes, you'll <he'll> get. <laughs> 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 it's been a hot minute, mate. Red
2: what hot what minute. Been yeah, that's what, right. What yeah, have been doing there. Poor Zachary sitting at home, <laughs> drumming <laughs> his fingers, waiting for his
1: sticker oh, no, on his commute home from work, <laughs> yeah. without without nothing on his on his back windscreen. <laughs> Yeah. Other than honk if you like my driving,
2: <laughs> honk if you like two vets talk. Pets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and but we do get a lot of these things. And a lot of the emails we get are very left for you. Yeah. Yeah. Say. A lot of them are. Uh, I don't know. Something. Like sm-
1: small music boxes to help out to <laughs> try and reduce yes, anxiety. With a little hat on. Yeah.
2: yeah. Or you know crystal therapy or yes, something that's yep. a, bit, a bit sort of bit sort of interesting, but uh, but but anyway, well, maybe. once you
1: start throwing around FDA, like those yeah. are people that that's things where we go and hang out on, because once you're going for regulation, you need to be able to prove effect, and then you need to be able to, and I guess the hard thing is is that you know, if you're talking about extending life expectancy, is I mean, these dogs are already going to be living for a period of time, you know. So even if you're starting them on it, you're not going to see an effect because you I'd imagine you'd need to have a control group, you know, mm, you know, yeah, or, or or. or, or Oh, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to work it, but yeah, it'll be come on, Robbie, PhD. PhD, Yes, there'll be a PhD in it somewhere.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, good, good chance talking about things on the fringe. What about uh, you? Got anything on cannabis in uh, in in vet practice, mate? As a matter of fact, I do. Wow, Um, that's interesting. uh, So, so we get a few few emails about this. I think
1: yes. So, so last week um, we had a uh, we were having a bit
2: of a talk about.
1: uh, sorry. Yeah, we got the, got the email from the. Right a,
2: a talk about down the road how you you're going to hook yourself up for your your Devo. That's right. Yes. That right? Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: and uh, so, had a thing come through from the vet board talking about. Um, so this is for Australia. Um, give people a bit of a background. There's the Australian Pesticides and Veterinary Medicines Authority, the APVMA. They are the they are the ones. They are the gatekeepers that have medications for uh, that if they're going to be regulated. Yep. And um. And so now. Yeah, as we've spoken about in the podcast before cannabis at cannaboids you know are becoming a an option for multimodal pain relief for uh veterinary medicine as well as human medicine but it really is the wild west as far as right. um why the what, what the products are what the doses are what the effects are and so uh the vet board put out in their uh, in their newsletter um i think from august where the avpma have put done some updates so this is um this is available you You can Google this, you know, Cannabis in Veterinary Chemical Products from the APVMA, Cannabis in Veterinary Chemical Products, Regulation of Veterinary Chemical Products Containing Cannabis. The Australian or the AVPMA is the independent statutory authority responsible for assessing and registering agricultural and veterinary chemicals proposed for supply in Australia. The APVMA regulates all veterinary products that meet the definition of a veterinary veterinary clinical product under some sections and statutes and all that sort of stuff. The APVMA considers that considers that veterinary products containing cannabis or cannabinoids are veterinary chemical products. As of the fourth of August, 2023, the APVMA has not registered any. Veterinary Chemical Products Containing Cannabis. Wow. So, there. while there's plenty of things that are out there, the APVMA has not registered any wow. products.
2: Wow, that's interesting.
1: For the APVMA to register a veterinary chemical product containing cannabis, we must receive an application for registration or approval for use under permit. We then assess the application against the statutory criteria, which includes safety and efficacy in trade to ensure that the pr- proposed use of the product will be safe and effective yep. so as in if we're going to if someone's going to put out a drug it needs to be proven that it is going to be safe yep. that it's going to be effective and then it can be registered or just like the loyal the Lloyd 001 takes time takes time if a product has not been registered by the APVMA for approved pu- or approved for use under permit, it may not be safe to use in animals. Mm. Now, this is a little bit of butt covering by the APVMA to say that, well, if we haven't been able to prove that it is effect- uh, that it is safe, we can't prove that it is safe mm. because nothing has been presented to us to be able to convince us of otherwise. You don't know what you don't know. Correct. A product is registered by the APVMA and will have an APVMA or NRA approval. I don't think that's a national rifle authority. Um, <laughs> no, uh,
2: it's the one that when you break down
1: in New South Wales. Oh, right. The ones yeah. that come and give you a jumpstart. Y- yeah. yeah, N-R-M. Change it. Right. Yeah. No, their acronyms are tricky. Um uh so if a product's got the apvma um, or nra approval number on the label it means it can be supplied sold and used safely according to label directions if a product does not have apma apvma or nra approval number on the label it is not registered for use in australia and could be dangerous the Agvet code imposes civil and criminal penalties for possessing Advertising and supplying unregistered veterinary chemical products. We encourage Australian pet owners, veterinarians, and product suppliers to report unregistered veterinary products containing cannabis to the APVMA by submitting a suspected non-compliance report. Wow! So go and dob in someone if they're if you think wow. they're selling something that is potentially dangerous and, and or what's that, what's that noise
2: mate i think think i can hear i, I, I think there's a whole lot of websites being turned off absolutely know, right. Right now. wow
1: so facts frequently asked questions yep. because i mean this is this is just a big statement that they're making because they are out there and they're basically just saying that none of these products that are out there have avpma approval well, so we don't know you know so that means that not only are they safe but as the product what it says in the box is, is that what it actually is in the box, all that yes. sort of stuff, you know. So yes. there's a lot of there's well, a, a lot of concern. stuff, yeah. So um, we have published some frequently asked questions relating to veterinary chemical products containing cannabis, um, including the extracts of cannabis. Um, has the APVMa registered any veterinary product containing cannabis as the fourth of October twenty fourth uh, of August twenty twenty three? No. no, nothing, nada. Wow, that's amazing,
2: isn't it? Well, it's interesting. We um, uh, we've got a client that that is very keen on on using the uh, cannabis, and they're actually consulting with a vet in California, right? Who then is uh talking to one of our vets mm. to. Uh, uh, prescribe in inverted commas uh, cannabis for their dog, and when I saw that, I was like, I'm not touching that,
1: yeah, i not yeah. going
2: near that. And it does worry me.
1: Well, there is a there is a you know, some stuff for, for, further oh, down good. that helps you up. Um, uh, when will the APVA approve veterinary products containing cannabis? In order for the APMA to authorize a veterinary product containing cannabis, we must first receive an application for registration or approval of use under the permit, i.e., the company needs to come and pay us. whole lot of money um and have spent a whole lot of money in order to get this stuff registered prove efficacy prove what's in the thing is that it is safe and that it says what it is and then we'll have a talk about it i don't think that's going to happen anytime soon i hope it does but i don't think it's going to happen anytime soon are cannabis products safe for to use in animals if a product has not been registered by the apvma or approved for use under uh, under permit, it may not be safe for use in animals. You should always consult your veterinarian about the health of your animals. Veterinarians may be able to prescribe an unregistered cannabis product for therapeutic animal use only. That's in bold. So you should discuss what treatment options might be available for your veterinarian. Right, okay. So, um, what that means is that... Vets may be able to prescribe cannabis containing products,
2: yeah, right? Label. Even the off label. it's not even labelled. I suppose. It's, well, that, well,
1: that's a, well. It is still off label because there is no label. Yeah. So, um,
2: but it's really off label. Very, very off yeah. label. And I, look, I think these companies that put out the cannabis stuff. I mean, they're so relaxed all the time. I wonder they've why they've just got no time. Just they're just chilled. So chilled. Chilled. So they're not going to. Get organized. Worry to, about
1: the to,
0: AVPMA to, stuff.
2: To make it
1: registered. Yeah. when Just go with the flow, man. Just yeah. relax. This one was very, very interesting. Does the APVMA need to approve the use of cannabis in pet food? Yes. The use of cannabis as an animal feed additive in oh. pet food requires registration by the apvma because it is not recognized as a feed ingredient and does not meet the criteria of an excluded nutritional or digestive product
2: oh so, there goes there goes the byron bay cookie company doing so, the doing the dog cookies they, that, had, they had sort of the dimbin
1: cookies they were going to do so that they had dog cookies so that is um you know uh so the next question is What about veterinary products containing um, hemp? Do they need to be approved by the AVPMA too? Yes, hemp and cannabis are both terms to use to describe a plant in the genus cannabis. So any products containing hemp that meet the definition of a veterinary chemical product would require registration by the APVMA. So that's going to be any of wow. uh, any of the so, food additives and things like that. What about a Labrador that eats a hemp T-shirt? Is that is that an issue? Well, I think if it says yeah, hemp, hemp, I think things? it's. I think if it I think if it just it's got hemp printed on there. Yeah, you know, I think oh, it's probably just the all right. leaf is okay. Yeah, yeah. But if, yeah, it's, yeah. Made but if it's made of the leaf, then I think yeah. it might be some issues. Um, so we'll finish off just with can veterinarians prescribe unregistered cannabis products? Yes. Under the prescribing rights in their jurisdictions, veterinarians are allowed to prescribe unregistered veterinary products containing cannabis products for therapeutic use in animals only. However, the product must comply with certain provisions of the poison standard and be manufactured outside of Australia.
2: Oh, must be manufactured outside of Australia. How do you get in the country then?
1: What... Wow. Unregistered canna- cannabis products are veterinarians allowed to prescribe? Although veterinarians are allowed to prescribe unregistered cannabis products for therapeutic use in animals, the product must comply with the entry for cannabinoid oil CBD in Schedule 4 of the Poison Standard. Um, uh, And then it talks about different concentrations. In addition to complying with the provisions of Schedule 4 of the poisons, um, veterinarians can only prescribe products for therapeutic use in animals that have been manufactured outside of Australia. This is because the law dictates that cannabis-derived products manufactured in Australia are only approved for prescription to people, not animals. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's I know, point. right? Isn't I it? know.
2: So essentially, uh, I don't know. I don't think you'd be able to import that sort of stuff. So
1: how the hell do you import cannaboid yeah. for your animal? So you, know?
2: so you, so either one. If you're getting cannabis cannaboid product for your animal, it's got no cannaboid in it. Correct. And it's just um, yep. Uh, um, ex- like it's no um, CBD oil. No, no. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, what's the stuff? Um, Cannabinoid in it. Yes. Or it's um, illegally brought in. Well, or
1: it's, or it's. Or it's legally imported into Australia. Which is not possible. Which I think is going to be very, very tough. Yeah. So only veterinarians can prescribe unregistered cannabis products for animals, but the products must comply with the provisions of the poison standard and be manufactured outside wow. of Australia. This is. The law. The law. The law. Oh,
2: mind yeah. blown, mate. That is
1: insane. Currently. Vet- you did read that email. That's yeah, good. Yeah, did. Yeah. <laughs> Currently, a veterinarian could import a cannabis product from overseas, but they must be granted consent uh, to import from whew. the APVMA to import the product and follow any state or territory legislation surrounding the control use of And uh, uh, control of use and prescribing rights for the product. Importing requirements from other government regulations, the Australian Border Force, the Office of Drug Control, (laughs) must also be adhered to... Border
2: security. i security. am just uh, anything on on you at all, sir. Uh, well, actually, I've I've got uh, got something up my bum for my dog. Yes, <laughs> absolutely.
1: I'm I'm importing it. Yes. Here's the APVMA. Yeah. That, um, my dog has is having seizures. Yeah. Um, and just to um just to get even murkier on it, can veterinarians promote or sell veterinary cannabis products? No. Is an offence under the AgVET code to advertise for sale an unregistered chemical product. Right. Veterinarians are allowed to prescribe unregistered veterinary products containing cannabis for therapeutic use of, in animals only, provided they comply with the provisions of Schedule 4 of the Poisons Standard and, manu- and are manufactured outside of Australia. Can veterinarians prescribe compounded cannabis products? Yes. However, the cannabis products can be legally prescribed uh, by veterinarians for therapeutic use in animals only that comply with the entry for CBD. Pharmacists and veterinarians should contact their state or territory regulator for further guidance. So, so maybe you can get a compounded then. But it's still then got to be, like according to this, it's got to be manufactured outside of Australia imported in and then compound and 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 then and then you can write a script for it so according to this wow we are not if it has been made in australia we cannot prescribe it but well,
2: i'm not sure about that compounding one whether pharmacists take on the responsibility then of of maybe they're allowed to well, well
1: maybe that's the way that we get around it yeah. is that is, we is, we can then write a script we'll just read and that they, compounding bit again um uh, can veterinarians prescribe compounded cannabis products? Yes. However, the only cannabis products that can be legally prescribed by veterinarians for therapeutic use in animals only are those that comply with the entry for CBD in the Schedule 4 of the poison set. So that's where they talked about the different concentrations. Yeah. So it's got to be okay. 98% CBD yeah, right. and only 2% THC. Yeah, okay. so, um okay. So yeah.
2: So wow. Well, yeah, I'm not sure about that. that needs some clarification. Can compounded pharmacists do it?
1: Yep. Um, that,
2: yeah. Because the, yeah, there might be a way around it.
1: That the supply and sale of CBD products in Australia is illegal without veterinary prescription. The supply and sale of other veterinary cannabis products is not exempted from registration. Uh, 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 other veterinary cannabis products not exempted from registration is illegal. Any products that are supplied are produced, supplied, or sold in Australia for therapeutic use in animals, are in contravention of the Narcotic Drugs Act of 1967 and AgVET legislation. The relevant penalties will apply Mm. for breaching the legislation, Lewis. Boom. Boom, mind blown.
2: That's interesting. That needs some clarification from the board, I reckon. Yeah. As to what we're allowed to do. Was or there any the, of that in the email?
1: No, there was just, that was the hyperlink. And that, so yeah, I the followed the hyperlink link. and then went That's there and then amazing. had a look at that. Good so, job, mate. Excellent. All right. So watch this space. So I might do a little bit more digging on it. That's fantastic. Yeah, next week. Next week. Next, next episode. Next week. Maybe not next episode because <laughs> I'm busy at Meredith this week. <laughs> <laughs> and also, big thank you to Zilkine. Oh, Zilkine. And also goodness. Delicate Why would care? you worry about CBD when you can get Zilkine legally from the vet, and you know... And delicate care, delicate who care. do not have
2: CBD in their food. No, because
1: okay. cause you're, because because there's no foods that have got any anything that's been registered. Anyway, and still, Patreon, and Patreon and listeners, do, do thank you very Patreon. very much. Absolutely,
2: and twovetstalkpets at Pets at gmail.com. That's where you'll find us. And we better go because Robbie's hit uh, hit the merit of the festival.
0: Peace out, everybody. Scratch you later. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie to chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions. Search Two Vets